Hi, everybody. This is Julie Kerr. Um, welcome to The Julie Show. And uh, yeah, last week the subject was serious, and this week the, ser- the subject will be serious. Because um, uh, just wanted to get it out of my system. I got to tell you, I... Um, yeah, uh, okay. Um, yeah, I just thought, uh, anyway, I just talked to a male friend and he's a really nice guy, but I, I think it's still like sometimes men just don't understand what it's like to be a woman and that's okay because they're just not women. But, uh, anyway, I, I, I wanted to make this, uh, wanted to make this podcast, uh, because, basically I, you know, it's a serious subject, but I was like a receptionist and I had to work with a male chiropractor who engaged in behavior that really creeped me out and made my skin crawl and stuff like that. Um, what was really tricky about it is, um, that like, I say this in my YouTube video. If you want to look at my YouTube video, you can, um, uh, I'm Julie, Julie, the filmmaker on YouTube. Or you can go to my website, juliecurstudios.com, and it's all there, like the blog and the videos. Uh, 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 yeah, studios.com is what it's called. But, um, yeah, so the, the, the thing, anyway, I had to work with a chiropractor who engaged in behavior that was creepy. And um, what sucks about it is, like, the, the way I explain it in the video, it's like, coke or diet coke so it's like that is to say it was like diet harassment yeah so um i i know a lot of the behavior a lot of the stuff he did was bad and inappropriate um i just i really really wish every man on earth had to be a woman for a week because like i get it like last week i made a video about lady narcissist and since I'm a lesbian I've dated women and I well I've dated women or had crushes on women who can be very mean I was making bad dating choices bad dating choices so you know last week uh it was all about uh basically women who are assholes (laughs) uh and that's legit that's legit now on but this week it's about a man I had to work with who's an asshole and um the one thing I want to say about the creepy chiropractor is all like what where I want to give him credit is if someone could diplomatically tell I was the receptionist so I didn't know what to do but if someone could diplomatically tell him to cut it out to his credit I'm like 99.9% sure he would have cut it out so if or if he could just read like what harassment laws are in California, sexual harassment laws, or just like workplace harassment laws, if he just read those, he would under he would cut it out the the weird stuff. He, that's where I want to give him credit because it's like I don't think he wakes up in the morning and thinks, "Hey, dear diary, I'm going to be an asshole today." Like, uh, he just didn't understand that we were in a workplace. Um. Yeah, I just it does it does get to me when men are kind of flippant about the way women get treated sometimes. Um uh some men, you know, uh like I said, I just wish I just wish men had to be a woman for a week so they could just really understand what it's like. Having said that, I have empathy for everybody and empathy for everyone. I know like it's hard to be a person and empathy towards the human experience and all that um 
in general <laughs> towards all humans. Um, but the the reason I wanted to make a YouTube video, uh, I remember I talked to a friend and was telling my friend about these uh, circumstances that I had been through with the chiropractor. And it was actually my friend. Well, here props. To this, it was actually my friend who's uh, he was he's African American heterosexual guy. And I was telling him the weird stuff that the chiropractor did. And he was like, Julie, call a lawyer, call a lawyer, call a lawyer. And that's really sweet of him. <laughs> that's a very sweet, wonderful friend. So I did call a lawyer. Um, and th the reason why I'm, I made the YouTube video on the podcast, it's not just that I, 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 I just had to talk to, <laughs> I just had to talk to a man today who, who didn't get it. And that's okay. That's okay. So anyway, whatever. Um, he's a nice guy, but he just, he didn't get it. Um, as far as what it's like to be a woman, but that that's okay. Okay, so what I want to say is that uh, um, the reason I wanted to make this this podcast is because um, if 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 you're listening to this, you know, and you you have any doubts, if you're at work and you think someone might have harassed you in 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 any capacity. It might be sexual harassment or just workplace harassment or it might be, you know, homophobia or racism or whatever. If you if you have any doubts, like I really, really, really want you to call a, call a lawyer because I my experience of talking to a lawyer was very positive, like really positive and um, extremely positive. So what I want to say is like the intake person uh so there's an intake person. So when you go, here's what it's like. If you're, the other thing I want to say is I grew up poor. So, uh, the system can be, can be scary or even using the system to stand up for yourself can be scary. Um, but I want to say with unemployment lawyers, they don't collect a check unless, unless they win the case. So you don't have to worry about anything coming out of your pocket as far as that. So, it's it's free. It costs you no money to just call several lawyers if you think you've been harassed at work because you do deserve respect. Uh, the thing about sinister capitalism, and you know, I talk about this a lot in the YouTube video, but you know, the, the happy-go-lucky capitalism is, you know, hey, you love cupcakes and you want to open a cupcake shop and then you sell cupcakes and happy-go-lucky capitalism, right? Sounds good to me. Right. So the the thing about sinister capitalism is like the mean version of capitalism is that, you know, you're stuck in a in a room with somebody and you have to be around them because you got to get the check. That's why we have employment laws so that the environment can be as positive as possible so that everyone can get their checks and go home and, and everything's a OK. So so that is to say, like, again, um, I want to say the process of calling several lawyers and talking about it was a really positive experience. The other thing I want to say, so uh, the intake person, so when you call several lawyers, first you're going to talk to someone called an intake person. So after I worked at the chiropractic place, I went on to work at a lawyer's office for six weeks. And um, it, it was it was really great. Like, uh, well, because I'm a spiritual person, it just felt like God saying, hey, you now now you get to learn what your rights are as far as working at a lawyer's office. I, I was the intake person. So when you go to call a lawyer, you're usually going to talk to someone called an intake person. 
And they, we literally had a form, a sheet when I worked at a lawyer's office and you ask the same like eight or nine, 10 questions and you take like tons and tons of notes and there's no wrong answer to the question. So uh, I was an intake person. It was all about social security. Um, it was usually people who needed representation in regards to social security. So that was what I was taking. Those are the kind of cases I was taking or intaking for it, literally intaking. So you're going to call several law firms, at least five, and it does mean you have to tell your story, but you're you're going to take an intake person and they're going to take tons and tons of notes. And the I did call several law offices. Um, and I got to tell you, like the one law firm, it was, it was a, I will say it's a law firm in Oakland and the intake person she was amazing. She was so fantastic. She was so empathetic. And then I talked to a lawyer for two hours after that. So she she fills out the note. She hands it to a lawyer because this is what I did. And if the lawyer is like, oh, okay, yeah, I want to talk to that person. Then so the lawyer talked to me for two hours. And here's what I want to say is I got um, I got like empathy for uh for two hours from a lawyer, I got more empathy from a lawyer and an intake person than I did for like six weeks when I worked at the chiropractic clinic. And I just gotta say, and again, I, I know that dating women is hard. I do it too. I date women too. <laughs> it's It's tough. I know it's tough. I know it's tough because I do it. I'm a lesbian and I date women and and to me, men are easier, but then maybe that's easy for me to say because I'm gay and whatever. But uh, <laughs> so I know dating women is tough. I know it is because I do it as a lesbian. But I got to tell you, I wish I just wish every man could understand on some level how hard it can be to just be a woman and how like as a woman, the 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 sexual harassment starts really fucking early and it's not flattering so it, it's almost when you hit puberty uh sometimes before then and that's definitely a crime but it you once you hit puberty so you're, you're talking 12 or 13 years old you're getting comments and looks and all kinds of shit so um I don't know. I just, I wish men could, some men could understand, like, and it's not, it's not flattering. Like, sometimes someone gives you a compliment, uh, you know, I had a guy ask me out at a comic book convention, and it was super flattering, and it made me laugh, and I, I, he asked, he was pretty smooth about it. He was a nerd, I mean, comic book convention, I was a nerd, <laughs> so, but, okay, this is a positive story about a guy asking me out. So we're, you know, we're a couple of nerds at this networking thing at a comic book convention in San Francisco. And this guy, this, this we're talking about comics, you know, nerd stuff. And then he's like, oh, we should totally, you know, get together and talk about it, you know. And I was like, yeah, sure. Like, yeah, what do you mean? And he's like, we could have dinner. And then, he, and then I was like, oh, snap. Like, he just asked me out. <laughs> and points for asking me out and this guy was nice like he he had a really he had a good vibe so he's like and he, he was a little chubby i'm saying this and right now i'm a little chubby uh that that just means there's more to love but uh yeah but anyway he, he totally asked me out i was like oh shit that was smooth i didn't see it coming at all 
And I was like, hey, that's that's very sweet of you to ask me out on a date. He's like, yeah, uh uh-huh. And I was like, but I'm pretty much gay, you know. And he was like, this is what he said. He's like, well, I could wear a dress on the date. And I was like, and he meant, I hope that's not insensitive to transgender people. (laughs) He meant um, I'm an ally as a cisgendered lesbian. But he meant, it was cute. It was cute. Like, he just meant like, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was funny. He's like, oh, well, I can I can wear a dress on the date. I was like, yeah, but you're still like a guy, you know, and this is a cisgendered guy who identifies as a cisgendered guy. So, yeah, I hope that's not insensitive to, to trans people. Uh, anyway, and then I was like, oh, but you'd still be like a straight dude. He's like, yeah, that's true. And he's like, and I and then he's like, but I'm laughing. He's laughing. I don't know. Like the vibe's totally cool. And then and then he's like, Look, but I have boobs. I have like man boobs, which which God bless him, he did have man boobs. <laughs> no judgments. No judgments. He's like, look, I even have boobs. And I was like, Yeah, but like you're still like a straight dude. <laughs> which he was. And so um anyway, so we ended up I was like, Yeah, let's just let let's not go on a date (laughs) but uh but we can be friends you know and we did become friends after that because his vibe was so chill and he was funny um and he was totally like gay friendly so that's an example of a guy like being funny and i don't know i guess the point of that story is some men are cool (laughs) okay but that is to say, in 2020, I had to work with a chiropractor who I was stuck in a room with him. I had to work with him. I was the receptionist. Every time he said something weird, I had to, like, smile and nod. And um, you can go to the video and you can see, like, actually the stuff he was doing, like, it's like diet sexual harassment or, or, or diet harassment. But he would just say jokes that were homophobic. He would say jokes that were prejudiced, like, against different ethnicities yo yo and this is california this is san francisco you can't say that shit in san francisco and i think i'm pretty sure it's against the law but like he asked me if i had a girlfriend he asked me if i had a not a girl no he assumed i was straight he asked me if i had a husband or a boyfriend like just just he was on a roll he was on a roll um and then for a split second he touched my butt during one of the the treatments and like but he's so sloppy and weird like not even seeing that sexual not like this guy was so off like i don't fucking i'm not even saying it was sexual like i don't know and then he didn't really like poor people and middle class people he didn't like those either and just had this like really regina george like mean girl vibe and this is like a grown heterosexual man so just 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 unpleasant highly unpleasant person and i didn't know what to do because it's like uh, I find I find aspects of San Francisco to be very classist, and I'm like the receptionist, and like um, really, what you should well, ideally, you report what you report the creepy stuff he did. Um, yeah, anyway, you can watch the YouTube video where I go into more details, and like, oh, and he would just like talk shit about the patients a lot, like just I didn't respect it. I've never like total like total mean girl like mean girl and it was just weird because i i had worked in healthcare for years and i'd never met anyone like him before in my life so i wasn't used to someone acting that unprofessional like at work like you know at work you're just supposed to really talk about work stuff and also that this guy just really 
really creeped me out. I did not like being in the same room with this guy. And there's other stuff. But, like, uh, if you go to the YouTube video, like, I go into more detail. But then, like I said, like, <sighs> I totally know there's, like, worse things happening in the world. I know there's worse crimes that can happen. Not that it, that not that he committed a crime or anything. like. But, like, the dude was there. Oh, and he would have, like, a je jealous boyfriend. He would act like that with me, with patients. He would act like that with the acupuncturist. Um, it was just really fucking weird. Um, anyway, so so I talked to a man friend today, and he brought it up, and he was being kind of dismissive, and I just, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like that, but I know he just doesn't. He doesn't get what it's like to be a woman, and it is what it is. What it is. He's a good guy. He's one of the good ones, but I don't know. After after this after this podcast, I get to go back to positive, more positive stuff because that's more what I want my online presence to be. But here's the thing: like, why why am I talking about this? One, um, the lawyers decided to not take the case, which is like totally fine because. I did not want to sue, like, I, did, I really didn't want to sue a chiropractic clinic. They don't really, in my opinion, they don't really make that much money, and maybe I sound snooty, but but they don't. Like, San Francisco has, like, billion-dollar companies. It has, like, Salesforce and Twitter and Google. So, like, everyone's, I don't know, it's just this teeny tiny little clinic. Um, so, yeah, and, and the business was dying anyway when I was working there. So it's just like I, I don't really want to sue the clinic. Um, I just I wish I hope one day I can get some sort of justice. Like I want an apology. And th this this creepy guy, th that's really what I want is an apology. Like I want the creepy guy. I, well, I don't ever want to talk to him or see him ever again. But uh, I don't know. Theoretically, I want this guy to be like, I'm sorry, I was such a dick. Like, that's all. Yeah, just an apology. But also that he never, ever, ever, ever subjects another receptionist to his weird behavior ever again. Because it's just, yeah. But, um, so, so that, anyway, well, you know, so the other thing I want to say is like, you know, talking, oh, but the lawyer, he he said the lawyer said he, you know, it's not. He said it's not you. It's not that you don't have a case. That's what he said. You know, it's just like we're not going to take the case because, like I said, it's not worth it to say to sue a chiropractic clinic. And uh, it lawsuits are a huge pain in the ass. Huge pain in the ass. So it's just not worth it. You know what I mean? I just hope and pray he doesn't. The creepy chiropractor doesn't ever subject. I did tell the acupuncturist afterwards after i talked to a lawyer and the acupuncture she was the most human in that whole clinic <laughs> i hope she doesn't get stuck with the creepy guy i hope she finds a way to go to another clinic but um but i did email the acupuncturist and bullet point all the weird stuff because hopefully somebody's got to talk to that guy and so that he can understand like someone needs to hand him a pamphlet of what the sexual harassment laws are in California because he's going to get sued. If he doesn't stop doing the way he was acting, I was blown away. I was blown away because California is really woke. And um, I was just, I, I just, every time he said something weird or dumb or I was just shocked because it's like, I'm shocked he's not afraid of getting sued. Like, 
because I just feel like in in San Francisco, a very woke city, like someone would would sue him. So uh, I, I just want him to stop being such a douchey weirdo at work. So, uh, yeah, you know, and I want a theoretical apology. But when I worked with him, he was such a compulsive liar, like whatever. So. But yeah, if you're listening to this or if you read the blog, it's like I I just hope um hope okay, I I wish every man in the world could have empathy towards women and then you know in some ways I you know it's tough. I wish every woman could understand what it's like uh to date women cuz that that comes with its own stuff as well. I just I wish all humans to feel empathy for all other humans and understanding like based on our gender, our sexual orientation, or our race. I mean, in my case, I'm white or I'm American who predominantly Scottish heritage. So, you know, white. But but that is to say, like, I want to be as empathetic to my uh, people of color friends as possible to their experiences. So that is to say, I want all humans to be empathetic to all other humans and to understand, like, there can be nuances to each other, to the to the things we experience, to the way we experience life based on who we are. Um, so just more, I, I really want more and more and more empathy in the world as possible. And so that's my tangent. After this blog post, it's great. I get to go back to happy stuff, you know. Um, but what, like I said, the reason I made this podcast, the blog post, the YouTube video one, oh, and I asked the lawyer, I said, you know, Hey, like, you know, like, like I said, lawsuits pain in the ass, but I was like, since I, I, I do this YouTube thing, I was like, Hey, could I just make a YouTube video about this? And I was surprised the lawyer was like, you know, keep, you know, keep everybody anonymous, but like, yeah, like you can make a YouTube video. I was like, Oh, and he's like, it's your story. Like, tell your story, you know? And so the biggest thing I want to say, again, um, if you're listening to this, please don't be afraid of the system. I I mean, I get it. Like, I get, you know, it can be scary standing up for yourself. But um, I had lawyer acquaintances who were lawyers and who were really wonderful people. And then I, I called a bunch of lawyers um, talking to the lawyer. The lawyer I talked to. Uh, I said this in a YouTube video. I think he was like a basically a, a he sounded like a straight dude, and he was like really empathetic. He was like um, empathizing with everything I experienced with the the weird chiropractor dude, and so it was it was cool. I got like I got professional validation from a lawyer. I got professional empathy from a lawyer and the intake person. So. Um, it was just cool to hear, to, and, hey, hey, you know, I was just complaining about some men, some men, but this lawyer, you know, this lawyer was so, uh, he was so empathetic, like, so, he, he, he got it, you know what I mean, like, he got it, like, he understood why, uh, I was so, so creeped out by, um, this chiropractor, and so, uh, you can, like I said, you can go to the YouTube video for more, for more details, but I'm not giving legal advice cause I'm just an indie filmmaker, but I want to say like, if you think you've been harassed at work, like call some lawyers, um, you can talk to the HR department. Um, and there's a, on a there's an employment lawyer who does really good videos on YouTube. Uh, and you could just Google employment laws, um, on YouTube. And there's a California lawyer who talks about employment laws on YouTube. 
The thing that's tricky is sometimes if you go to the HR department at your company, they might protect the person who's worth the most money. So what happened to me is uh, the chiropractor creeped me out. I tried to diplomatically hint to the to the owner who was a lady, a lady chiropractor. I tried to give hints that this guy was being saying and doing inappropriate things like, you know, he wasn't. I, and you'll see it wasn't that bad because it wasn't that bad, like, but it wasn't great either. So I was trying to hint like I just wanted the lady chiropractor to tell the creepy guy, hey, cut it out or diplomatically explain, hey, these are the sexual harassment laws in California. And, and so you can't tell weird jokes at work like his weird jokes are sexual harassment. His weird jokes are homophobic, extremely homophobic his shit is like he said i mean he straight up said stuff that was racist and prejudiced against different cultures i mean this guy was on a roll at work <laughs> I, I, I cannot believe this guy i just i've never in the bay area experienced this i was blown away i was like it's like he wants to get sued <laughs> i was like do you want to get sued okay this guy was so i was just i was baffled baffled okay because in the bay area someone is going to sue him if he doesn't learn how to shut the fuck up okay so but anyway um anyway so here's the thing what i did was you know anyway you can watch the youtube video but i talked basically i talked to the lady chiropractor i thought we were one big happy family i was very naive and the lady, I, I made a complaint about the lady chiropractor. I made a, a complaint to the lady chiropractor. This is after six weeks of weird, odd, creepy behavior. But you'll see. Like, it's what was so hard is, you know, it wasn't that bad, but it wasn't that great. Like, he did make my skin crawl. Uh, and he would stare at me, and he would stand close to me. And, yeah, I talked to a straight guy today. He he brought it up and he was being a, a smidgen flippant. I didn't like it. Um, I was like, ah, he doesn't get it. But but the lawyer, the lawyer, the straight guy lawyer who heard my story, like he was so empathetic and sweet. So great guy, great guy. So yeah, some men do get it, and I appreciate that. Okay. Um. So, but but what I want to say is um. Oh, right. So here's the deal. Like, like if you're listening to this, you think you've dealt with harassment. Like, I told the lady chiropractor, yo, this dude's a little weird. I didn't tell her everything because um, I didn't want to, ironically, I didn't want to throw him under the bus because I felt sorry for him because he's just kind of awkward. Like, a lot of his weird jokes is just him being really awkward, but also they're, they're, <laughs> they're against the law. <laughs> it's like, when he talks... Okay, whatever. So, um, okay, so I, but, so I didn't tell her the extent of everything, and then, and then I told her, but basically, I told the Larry chiropractor, and this is straight up what she did. She fired me because she blamed my face. She said, Julie, you have such a sweet, innocent face. That's why he's weird to you. So she blamed my face, um, which is bullshit. That's not how it works, but, um, but yeah, she, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, she blamed my face, which is totally fucked up. And then she fired me because she's going to sell the clinic to the creepy guy. 
the, the yeah, so she wants the creepy guy's money. So because she wants the money, she fired me because rather than just telling him to stop being an asshole. And so he's worth the most money. So he got prioritized. Um, oh, yeah. So because he's a chiropractor, what they do is they release air out of people's spines for 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 a profit especially him because he talk about money all the time but yeah so him being a rich chiropractor that's the most important thing rather than like morality or ethics or healing people or making the world a better place but she was in a i would say she was in a desperate situation because her business was dying she was in physical pain so she couldn't do the job anymore he was the only game in town. He's the only one who wanted to buy her clinic as far as what it looked like to me. So she was really desperate. She didn't want me to, you know, to mess with her money. And so, yeah, I made a complaint to her uh, about him being weird. And she just fired me because she wants to get the weird dude's money. Um, I do think that's fucked up. I do think that's messed up. I do think. And this lady's rich. So, like, her husband's rich and. Like, that sucks that her business is going out of business, but, like, her mean, her needs are met. Her needs will always be met, knock on wood. So she's not as desperate as – anyway, she, she could have done the right thing and been more ethical, but she chose not to. So the reason I tell that story is, like, if you think you've been harassed, it might not be safe to tell the HR department because the HR department, they might defend the person worth the most money. And so if the person harassing you is worth more money than you are, then you might need to straight up call some lawyers first before you talk to the HR department. Okay, but that's not legal advice because I'm an indie filmmaker. So, you know, by all means, I'm just saying I went to the HR department at the chiropractic clinic and they, yeah, they chose the rich person. So... So the chiropractor gets to be as creepy and weird as he wants to be because he's he has the most money. And I do not think there is nothing spiritual or ethical about that at all. And like, you know, I'm an indie filmmaker. So if I make it as a filmmaker, like, you know, knock on wood, like I, you know, I'm going to I'm going to do really, really well. <laughs> you know what I mean? So if I make it, you know, so I, I'm, I'm not going to, you know, right now I'm middle class. I make five figures a year and like I'm happy. I'm good, you know. But, you know, if I make it as a filmmaker, like, you know, I'm going to be worth a lot of money, knock on wood. And if that's the case, like, I just, I don't ever want to be that desperate. I don't want to be that desperate. I don't want to make such a desperate move that this lady chiropractor made. Um, that last week when she fired me, um, she couldn't look me in the, la in the eye. She looked like she was ashamed of herself because she sold me out and she knows what she did, you know. Uh, so... Anyway, that is to say, call a lawyer, talk to a lawyer, talk to some lawyers, not sponsored. I'm not sponsored by any lawyers, but unemployment lawyer, I'm sorry, employment lawyers are designed to protect you, protect you, you know, so they're going to be on your side. Uh, so that's why that's biggest thing why, you know, all I can do. Hey, I got fucked over. I had to deal with a creepy dude for six weeks as a receptionist. And I did discover that acupuncture is amazing. I got like $1,000 worth of acupuncture uh, it, uh, worth, you know, if I'd paid out of pocket, but I got it for free. So, and the acupuncture, she's a really, really cool lady. 
Um, I she just I just wish she was more courageous, and she deserves so much better, in my opinion, than getting stuck in the clinic with that weird little dude. Like, anyway, so but I I hope she ends up going to a, a better clinic. But so yeah, if you think you've been harassed at work, like call a lawyer, call several lawyers. Don't be afraid of the system. You're gonna you're gonna talk to an intake person. Then you know if the lawyer decides to take your case, you're gonna or not even take the case. The lawyer will talk to you. And it is it is hard to tell your story. It is hard to talk about something that was unpleasant. The chiropractic thing was highly unpleasant for me. So, but like talk, call a lawyer. Like you deserve respect at work. You deserve respect when you're at work. You know, everyone does. So call several lawyers if you think you've been harassed at work. Okay, so that's step number one. Tip number two is trust your instincts. So if your instincts are telling you, someone's like creepy or weird um uh listen to that you know listen to that because uh just trust your instincts that's what i said last week when i was talking about lady narcissists so uh trust your instincts when you think if something if your instincts are telling you yo this person's not something's telling me this person's not right uh trust your instincts because uh your instincts are there to protect you so and sometimes you can't wait quite you can't quite put your finger on it. So, you know, hey, I don't have to be in that weird little clinic anymore. I don't have to be around a weird little dude anymore. So I, I'm I'm in a much safer, better, amazing place. And I, I got to tell you, too, it's like I've had straight guy coworkers and bosses prior to the weird chiropractor. I've had them after the weird chiropractor. And they're all amazing and fantastic and awesome. So, they, you know, it's, it's you know, this... <laughs> I gotta, I gotta tell you that like this, if 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 all the if ninety nine percent of the men I've worked with at work are amazing people, that just shows like the the weird chiropractor he's got to step it up like he's capable of being kinder and better at work. Um, I don't know, I don't know, whatever. So yeah, just trust your instincts. So if you're at a job and something tell is telling you someone's not cool uh, trust that it's hard. It's hard to leave a job because you need the money. That was the toughest thing about the chiropractic thing. Like I needed the money, right. To buy food. And and luckily I had a lot of money in my savings. So like I was okay. 2020 unemployment for like six weeks, the government was making it rain (laughs) and they were giving out so much money. (laughs) I was like, holy shit, excuse my language. So I, and I was putting it straight into my savings account that's what i was doing 2020 summer of 2020 government made it rain on unemployment so i was like it went straight into my savings account so luckily with this creepy guy when i got fired like i I had plenty of money in my savings account i uh i applied i got a new job two weeks later at a lawyer's office so I, 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 you know, I was okay. Um, I thought I was in a safe space. That's why I talked to the owner of the clinic. I was not, you know, she, yeah. Like, it's just, so trust your instincts, uh, keep yourself safe. If you get a vibe that someone's not safe at work, um, if you can bounce, then bounce. I know that's hard to do, you know, but if, if, if it's the first week and something's telling you that someone in the office is off or not safe, and you can, if you can financially afford it, then get out of there, you know, just trust your instincts and keep yourself safe. 
um, at work uh, as far as weird co- coworkers. The the last thing I want to say is like the the thing about the creepy chiropractor. The biggest thing is like I, I didn't see a lot of integrity. I didn't see a lot of courage, and that does bother me. Like I do think in healthcare, like it should be a higher calling. Like your job is to heal people's pain, and and the way he talked about money and the way he would size people up based on how much money they made. All of that made me feel uncomfortable, and I, I did not see a lot of integrity. Like it, it was always about money. It was, it was rarely about healing people or making people feel better, and um, I did not like that. The lack of integrity, the lack of integrity too for the lady chiropractor, and even the acup- the, the acupuncturist. You know, once she found out that the the creepy guy is going to own the clinic, she had to start basically kissing his ass. And uh, it was just all very fake to me, very fake. And but I, I don't like it. I don't like it. So I, I, I think it's important to have courage. I think integrity is very important to me. It's like if you're going to go into healthcare, and I, I worked in healthcare for many, many years. You, you should care about people, you know. And um, I don't know. One of my friends is a nurse practitioner, and she's amazing. And I don't know. To be honest, every person I know who works in healthcare cares about the well-being of people. Um, so uh, I just I, anyway. Uh, but that is to say, uh, if you're listening to this, yeah, I want you to have courage and I want you to have integrity. And integrity is super important in kindness. Like the thing that's really the thing that really impresses me and that I think is sexy is courage, integrity, and kindness. Um, you can have courage and integrity and be kind and still be financially lucrative. Empathy can be financially lucrative because the acupuncturist, she was empathetic. She was, well, she was empathetic. She had courage and integrity when it came to her patients. She really cared about the well-being of her patients and keeping her schedule full as the receptionist, like I, you know, uh, but keeping her schedule full was so easy. It was like giving candy out to people who like candy because people like she 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 was so empathetic and so good at what she did. Her schedule was packed, packed because she was so good at what she does. What she does as 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 an acupuncturist, like and her patients were so kind and wonderful and amazing people. So she was really good at what she does, and she did acupuncture for me for like six weeks it was amazing so that is to say that she was empathetic and because she was empathetic she made a lot of money (laughs) and her empathy was sincere she wasn't pretending she really did care about her patients she's mother Teresa. (laughs) she cared about the well-being of her patients and because of that they could tell and uh her her schedule was packed and uh, she made a lot of money and she deserved it because she was so good at what she did and she cared about the people she was helping. So, um, yeah, like it, it actually does. It is lucrative to like be a good person. So and that's the big paradigm that's changing. I think especially with the global pandemic, people want meaning in their lives. They want, you know, courage and integrity and make the world a better place. So so, yeah, I want you if you're listening to this to be cur- courageous, have integrity and if you think, like I said, I'm not sponsored, I will not make any money if if you do this. But I got to tell you, if you think, you know, I had such a wonderful experience just talking to some lawyers. And for six weeks, I worked in a lawyer's office. It was a part-time job. 
and then I got, I found a job that was full-time, and it paid more, so I had to move on, but, um, yeah, my experience with lawyers have all been very positive, so if you think you've been harassed at work, and you're not sure, right, you're not, you, you sh call some lawyers, and they can tell you what your options are, um, you deserve respect at work, okay, all right, so that was me, um, you, yes, we're ending with you deserve respect, everyone deserves respect, so, so that's my podcast. Um, yes, the, the creepy chiropractor, how to handle harassment at work. Um, you'll see too in the YouTube video, like it wasn't that bad. It just wasn't that great as far as his behavior. It was just weird in between place that wasn't great. So um, that's why, and it happened in 2020 and now it's like 2022. So, uh, but, but yeah, I want, anyway, I just want to, I want, yeah, like I said, I want you to stand up for yourself. Um, and, uh, i.e. call some lawyers if you think you've been harassed at work and you deserve the utmost respect. So, okay, next week I get, I get to go back to, you know, more happy-go-lucky subjects. <laughs> okay, but, um, yes, uh, remember you deserve the utmost respect. If you think you've been harassed, call some lawyers. Okay, so this is, uh, Julie, uh, writer and director of the Indie Nerdy Comedy Geek Loss Punk. This has been an episode of The Julie Show. If you want to know more about me, I have a movie and a personal development course and swag. If Yeah, I know. It's a weird segue. I just talked about harassment and now I'm basically selling stuff. Okay. But, um, yes, it, but I know it's a weird segue, but got to earn a living. Uh, okay. But if you want to go to my website, to, uh, yeah, just to learn more about me, it's www.juliekerrstudios.com, K-E-R-R. -R. Thank you for listening. And just remember, you do deserve the utmost respect. So, um, yeah, and let's, let's all be very empathetic to each other. Okay. Um, all right. Yeah. Okay. Y'all have a great, uh, great day and talk to y'all later. Bye.